What's up, Playlisters? Brian from Playlist Wars here. Just want to let you know that while this show is on hiatus, both Gomez and I have separate shows that are part of the Playlist Wars extended universe, if you will. Gomez has the Sleevy G Show, which you can find at SleevyGPodcasts.com. And I have a new show entitled My Weekly Mixtape, which you can find over at MyWeeklyMixtape.com. Both shows are also available on all podcast platforms just by searching Sleevy G Show or My Weekly Mixtape. And Playlist Wars will be back soon. Thank you guys so much for your continued support of the show. Hey folks, this is Lauren Carey from the Beard Owl Podcast, and you're listening to Playlist Wars. Let the battle begin. Welcome to Playlist Wars, everybody. I'm part of the dynamic duo. My name is Gomez, and I have my partner in crime co-host, Brian Colburn, with our special guest, Four Peter, Four Timer, Chris Harmon from Films Exile. What's going on, guys? What's up? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me back, guys. Always a pleasure, man. It's always a pleasure having you on. Same here. Thanks for saying that. I don't know how people got to get sick of me at some point, but hey, as long as they're not... I'll keep hey, look, if, they, if, if people haven't gotten sick of Gomez and I yet, they can they can add one more St. Mary's alum to the audio every now and then. You guys are sexy, though. I mean, you're, you, you, got, you, you just you ooze the sexiness. It's just coming out of you. It's because really. yeah, Gomez I'm, ripped the sleeves off. It was like it's I'm bringing sexy like- back. Uh, JT. Yeah, man. In the house. All right. <laughs> but that's not who we're talking about tonight, though. No, no, we are not. Tonight, we are talking some Pearl Jam. So before we get started, Chris, why don't you let everybody know why you're excited to talk some Vitology with us tonight? Happy to, man. This album is easily one of my top albums of all time, man. It was 1994, high school. A lot more aggressive, a lot more experimental than what came before with Pearl Jam. So it was a bit odd. I was also a bit odd. At that time, uh, it took me a few years to come into my own. And this album came, I think it just came out for me at a perfect time. And I was starting to get into music, starting to get into playing my own music, playing guitar, things like that, singing. And you know what, man? I was a little shy at the beginning of high school. I didn't become who I was until later. And I could talk to people about this album. It actually opened doors with other kids and other people I wanted to talk about. Music is that that wonderful equalizer. And Vitalogy is one of those things that I remember. It's one of the reasons for that. So this, this album means a lot to me, man. I hate to say it, but I almost vividly remember a discussion about Vitology before <laughs> a You're a Good Man Charlie Brown rehearsal. Yes. I don't know why. I, I... <laughs> yes, you and I did. You and I did. <laughs> we we talked about Green Day. We talked about Dookie. Uh, we, t- we talked about yep, a couple yep. of albums. Vitalogy. I remember this conversation. I do. Wow, that just pulled off some spider webs. Like, I'm like, why do I remember this? The only thing Chris and I talked about was just trying to memorize my lines. And <laughs> not saying, oh, blank, what's my line again? In front of all the old people. We had a lot of uh, fun with those gangster suits, though. We had a lot of fun with those. Dude, that was my actual suit. That wasn't a gangster suit. That was my actual suit I wore. I'm the only one that had a real suit on. Everybody else had the fake ones. Did it have uh, sleeves? Yes, it had <laughs> sleeves, and it had a and it had a little uh, nine millimeter too in the in the pocket because I was a uh, big jewel, <laughs> East Cicero, Illinois. It's when uh, Gomez and I did Guys and Dolls. Yeah, I was going to say we didn't have nine millimeters with Charlie Brown. That no, been- not with Charlie <laughs> Brown. No, not with Charlie Brown. But you know, my gun came from Sears and Roebuck. <laughs> uh, I did dance with a blanket though. Anyway, 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you did. Actually, I and I remember and I that. played that tiny wooden piano at the front of the stage <laughs> with the piano. <laughs> Uh, we, haven't even gone, we haven't even gotten to song one. We already went off the walls. <laughs> All right. Let's get right back on it then. Oh, Tonight, Jesus our topic Christ. is Pearl Jam's Vitology. And we've each created a playlist with our top four favorite songs from that album. Think of this as you will a 2LP set of your favorite tracks side A, side B, side C, and side D. Like our full length episodes, none of our picks have been shared between us prior till now. And throughout the episode, we're each going to reveal our side A's through side D's one by one and craft what we each feel is the perfect Vitology playlist. After the episode, we turn it over to you, the amazing playlisters, to vote at PlaylistWarsPodcast.com to decide once and for all which one of us got it right. And while you're at PlaylistWarsPodcast.com, you can also listen to each one of our playlists just in case you want to quote unquote hear where we're coming from with our choices. Now, unlike full-length shows, given the small sample size of songs we're dealing with here, we're not going to have honorable mentions tonight, but given how much I think we all enjoy this album, let's just say any song that's not mentioned is an honorable mention. So with that being said, Chris, why don't you <clears throat> spin the black circle and tell <laughs> us your side A? If we're not getting dad jokes, we're getting dad puns. I mean, I don't... Ugh, God. Every time I come on, it hurts a little bit, bro. It hurts a little no, bit. It's like Mariah Carey singing a Christmas tune. No, that's a lot of fun. No, it's, it's all god-awful. It's like going through Ruka now without any Novocaine. My God. There was a lot of haterade I noticed on the timeline today. I saw a lot of hate. That's all Gomez. I, I'm a lover, not a hater. <laughs> you hate Mariah Carey, I, too. I, I was happy that Justin Bieber got some hate because I could support Justin Bieber hate. Anywho. Anywho. <laughs> Side A. Side A. So my, my side A is cliche as all hell, and I don't care because it's a great song. Side A is Better Man. Damn easily, you. <laughs> easily the most radio play-ready song on the album. I know. I know it was everywhere for years after it came out, and it was totally overplayed. But guys, I don't know about you. The staying power of this song is legit. I can still play this sucker at clubs today, and young people are, are rocking out to this song. It's actually a little dark. The song is a little bit, of, I think it's about an abusive relationship. So, um, you know, sometimes in the 90s, we got some really rocking songs that were about dark stuff. But this this is one of them. Rhythm section drives it along. It's got easy riffs. The leads melt into it. Vetter's vocals are great, man. This song is definitely my side A on my LP. Better, man. That would be my side D. Truly good song. I like this. Yes, it is a little bit of a darker side. You know, as you dig deeper on that song. So, truly good song. So, Side D, better man for me. All right, gentlemen. Looks like we're starting off the night with a trifecta because better man is my side C. Now, despite the lack of it ever being a commercial single, that's something a lot of people don't even realize. The song was never released as a single. It still reached number one on the Billboard US mainstream rock chart. Crazy. People like this song without it even being released as a single. Now, for me, my favorite version of the song is actually from the Let's Play 2 live album. If you've never heard that, mm -hmm. the live version on that is pure fire. The ending, they go into double time. It absolutely rocks. And they they kind of play the song with a little bit more gusto throughout the whole performance. It's it's really powerful version of it. And no matter how much airplay this song got, I'll be honest, it could be up in my top three favorite Pearl Jam songs of all time. Yeah. 
Absolutely love it. Colburn and company has been playing this song since the day we started. Mm-hmm. Never miss a show without this song. And guess what? It always goes over well. Always. We even mix in a little bit of uh, the English beats, save it for later at the end of the song, like Eddie Vedder's done in the past. We kind of mix that version in. People love it. It just puts a smile on people's faces and it puts a smile on mine. It's just a blast to play. As far as cover songs go, in 2009, the country band Sugarland did a cover of this song on their Live on the Inside album. But even better than that, in 2018, the chief, Eric Church, covered the track on this 61 Days in Church live album, and he does a killer job of it. Wow. So, Still kind of stunned I won that one. <laughs> yeah, me, so's the whole world. Man. <laughs> Gomez didn't know a single song by him prior to the research of the episode. So that's like a Cinderella victory there. Yeah, because I never heard of Eric Church until I was told I was listening to Eric Church. Yeah, but that means, see, his passion came out because he was discovering something new. So, man, that's raw right there. You get that yeah, raw yeah. passion. Come on. Come on. All right, raw man Gomez, Cleavy <laughs> G. We're up to you for your side A. So, Brian, I stole this from you. You love opening tracks on CDs. Guilty as charged. And this one actually had a great opening track. Last exit for mine on side A. Uh, I went with this. I like the fact you hear the instrumentals playing, like kind of tuning everything. And then boom, it just goes into a good old old fashioned rock song. And I'll tell you, it's just a great tune. Great way to open up their album. And uh, this is how I started my side A, last exit. Man, I love that song. That is also on the Let's Play 2 live album. Another Mm -hmm. great version of it. So highly suggest that. Pearl Jam knows how to open albums. The first three album openers are fantastic. They really are. Between Once, which I talked about on the 1991 episode, Go, which is incredible, and then Last Exit, which is strong. And sadly, this one didn't make my list, but I love the pick. I'm surprised. Yeah. You love strong openers, and this is a strong one. It is. It is a strong. The song I picked has a little bit of a special meaning, which you'll hear about momentarily. But Chris, Last Exit. Last exit is my side D. Oh, and oh wow, I'm, we flip flopped here. I'm with Gomez. This this song straight up rocks. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's straight up rocks. And that opening that he talked about, where it's like a jam session, to me, that perfectly represents Vitalogy because that's basically how this album was recorded. It was a big jam session, and some of the songs are written very quickly. And you get that jam section, and then boom, it's at the drums kick, then the rhythm section kicks. Then the hook kicks. Then all of a sudden you get the vocals coming in. And there's a lot of deep stuff going on in this song. A lot of people interpret it in different ways. Uh, Some people think it's about suicide, death. Some people have talked about Kurt Cobain. But I actually, to me, it's actually more hopeful. uh, I think the song is all about how your spirit lives on. You can fight for something and maybe something might actually kill you. But it doesn't matter. It can't take you down. Your spirit's always going to be there. It's your last exit. Man, this, this is a great tune. I'm really happy it's my side D. I know he and I, Gomez and I flip-flop, but I'm totally with him, man. It's a great way to open an album. Can't argue it at all, but for my side A, here's what I picked over it, and there's a reason. It was the first single from the album. That's not the reason. It reached number 12 on the Billboard US mainstream rock chart. That's not the reason. However, Mike McCready in this song opens by playing a 12-string Rickenbacker guitar that was given to him (laughs) by Tom Petty. So my side A, not for you. That riff is so dirty. And the song just, it's so simple. This is one of those songs like Rockin' in the Free World. You could just kind of pick up a guitar and jam on it. (laughs) 
And that's what this feels like. And you kind of feel them get into a groove as the song goes on. And it kind of builds into this song where at the end, it's kind of just an explosion of them jamming it out. And I feel like that is a great way to start this playlist version of the album. The song absolutely rocks. And I feel it's underrated single in their overall discography. So even though it was a hit, I feel like it doesn't get as much love. Now, as far as cover versions go, Violent J from the Insane Clown Posse and Zug Island covered the song. It's on YouTube. I might put it up on the player page at PlaylistWarsPodcast.com, but I'm not saying it's good. I'm not even going to say it's bad. I'm just going to say it's there for you to go and listen and make your own uh, assessment of it. (laughs) But my side A, not for you. Uh, great pick, Brian. Very good pick. Uh, did not make my list uh, of these four because, man, God, they had way too much in this one <laughs> CD. I, I had a hard time picking out of this one, but awesome pick, dude. Yeah, it, very tough to pick, and it is a fantastic song. I did this one, and spoiler alert, Nothing Man missed out on – they just missed on my my LP. And those two songs, and I can't agree with you more I'm on, on the playability of it, that is such a great song to just jam on a guitar. Just pick up a guitar and start jamming along. What a great tune. What a great tune. But yeah, it did not make my LP. All right. So with that being said, Chris, side B, let me hear what you got. Side B, I'm getting a little cliche again, but it's a song that I think is fantastic. Corduroy is my side B. (laughs) What a riff. What a freaking riff. This grungy, dirty guitar sound that just makes you stomp your feet. Lyrics are great too. It's this commentary on fame. Vetter talked about this old corduroy jacket he used to have. Sometimes people think that you're being like artsy or a hipster and you're making these decisions. They blow them up. In reality, it's a simple piece of clothing. The song also ends with the band just rocking out, man, doing a jam session. I really like this song. And when I had to re-listen to the album from beginning to end as I was preparing for this, it reminded me why I love this song so much, why I love to play it on guitar, why I love to sing it. Corduroy is my side B. It's such a great tune, guys. That's a really great song. That's actually my side C. Nice. Um, so yeah, like you, you said it perfectly. It's got this slow rock, but also goes into a nice hard rock song. Um, truly awesome. I, I did like this song a lot, and I would say it was a good way for me to do my side C. And great tune. I can't complain about it. But it was also talking about they had a new character. I don't know why, but he mentioned something about uh, TV and stuff. And that was General Hospital, and the guy was Ricky Martin for some strange reason. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. I was cracking up when I read that. I'm like, what? Yeah, they they went a little strange on this album. Yeah, just <laughs> a little wrong. strange. And the overall theme, like I said, about fame is great. But when you read Vetter's comments, you're like, wow, okay. Uh, he went, okay, left field. Cool. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> we're on. But, but a great tune. But a great tune. So my question for you now, Gomez, because we make the rules up as we go along, <laughs> mm-hmm. there are such things as diagonal bingos, and corduroy is my side D. Great. So Chris is side B, your side C, and I'm side D. That gives us a diagonal bingo. Nice. Do we win any money? I don't know, but <laughs> just throwing that out there for the uh playlisters that are really into the board as we're filling it in the people that are that have their playlist cheat sheet at home and they're filling the songs in as we go through them (laughs) and arguing with us we have a diagonal bingo here on playlist wars but look just like better man corduroy was not released as a commercial single Mm. and when i read that fact i kind of went what 
I mean, that is this is a staple. This has been one of the band's most epic songs for the last 30 years. And it reached number 13 on the Billboard U.S. mainstream rock chart without being released as a single. So as far as I'm concerned, because of its anthemic status, I couldn't think of a better way to close my Vitology playlist than with my side D, Corduroy. Nice. And just like that, there's only three spots left. Right? <laughs> yeah. This I'm telling you, these playlists... And album episodes are cool because we already have, you know, I I was waiting for one where everybody has the same four songs in the same exact order, but we're not having that tonight. But Gomez, we're up to your side B. So my side B is actually Immortality. Chris said something about one of the songs he mentioned, and he was talking about how it's about Kurt Cobain. They said the same thing about this song. And Vetter said, no, it's not about Cobain. It's just about the music. It's hard to talk about a guy like that. You know, he he really respected Cobain, too, and, you know, with all the songs that he did. So it's just showing you, you know, the respect of the, I guess, the grunge era at that time. You know what I mean? In the 90s of of Pearl Jam, Nirvana, and everybody else at that time. So this is a truly awesome song. I like the fact it's not too heavy. It's not too slow, but it was really, it had a great beat to it. And, you know, this is my side B, Immortality. All right. That is my side B as well. Wow. Wow. Nice. The album's third single reached number 10 on the Billboard US mainstream rock chart. So the way I did this is I actually went with two singles on Mm -hmm. side A and side B were the two singles and side C and side D were actually not singles, although of the popularity you would have you would think they are. But regardless, the song is just beautiful. It's dark. It's haunting. People always talk about like Black Hole Sun being like the gold standard for kind of dark grunge ballads. And I feel like Immortality is up there with it. I mean, it's such a fantastic song and it has transcended into other rock bands because cover song alert in 2006. I want to say Seether covered the song acoustically on their One Cold Night live album, and they do a fantastic job on it. This song is just absolutely fantastic. So yeah, side B for me, immortality. Chris. It, it's a trifecta here, guys. Side C for me is also wow. immortality. And getting personal for a second, as somebody who battles depression, the song seems to be about a depressed person who's kind of lost their will and is looking for some purpose. And throughout the song, the person lets go of vengeance, um, starts to think that maybe immortality is the answer. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe through fame, they can gain immortality. Maybe through suicide and dying, they can gain immortality. It's very deep. But the song is so good from a musical standpoint with this catchy, slow, driving, melodic rhythm. It's a bit of a downer, and I understand that. But the music and the drive is so good and such a great tune. It had to go on my LP, and it means something to me personally. Immortality is such a good song. My side, see you guys. Wow, Just great pick! <laughs> Can't go wow. wrong with well, that. Man, we all it's we all picked it. This is this I is. Know, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. That's a great pick. <laughs> and on, honestly, I thought I was going deep with immortality. So yay, that's that's fantastic. <laughs> Just a great tune. And when we re, you know we had to re-listen to everything, right? I wound up listening to this album twice: once at home and once in the car. And I was driving, this song came on. I was like, man, I just started nodding my head again. I was like, damn, this song is good. <laughs> you know, it oh, just reminds me how great it is. Yeah. Well, I guarantee you somebody's going to get pissed and they're going to be like, hey, guys, none of his head. Hey, Foxy, mop handle mama. That's me. Like, <laughs> no one had bugs. No one had <laughs> bugs. <laughs> they got Look, bugs in my room. I'll tell you right now, 
the playlisters, this this episode for voting is gonna be a bitch because Gomez and Chris, you guys have the same four songs, <laughs> but in different orders. Actually, now that I'm looking at this again, you two have the exact same track lists in reverse order. <laughs> Gomez's was... one to four is Chris's four to one. Literally, I just looked at this now and went, huh. so you, know, you know what's going to happen? It's going to be a natural tie between the both of us now. There won't be a winner. <laughs> he was sending out psychic vibes. I don't know what to tell you. That's wow, funny. that is ridiculous. I have three of the four songs and one song from stopping an entire evening of trifectas. <laughs> so depending on how people feel about last exit versus not for you and the order of the songs is the only thing that's separating the voting in this one. Oopsie. <laughs> no, that's amazing because you know what? The fact that these three songs have been trifected in one night, I'd be curious to hear how the playlisters think. If they think that there's songs that we've, overlooked here not putting them into these four because yeah like we don't share these lists no we don't so the fact no. that we all no. individually pulled these three songs out and hell if i was one track off we would have had the same four songs just in different orders well you can say that and the real winner is your playlisters because they get to re-listen to vitalogy and damn is it a good album hell yeah it is man I, i've i've gone as far as to say it's my favorite pearl jam album and that's tough because ten yeah. verses are both monsters i love them uh, i wouldn't say it's my favorite i mean versus to me was my favorite mm -hmm. yeah I, I, there's a strong case for that because versus whatever vitalogy isn't mm -hmm. Two and three are 10 in verses, just depending on what mood I'm in. I hope what I'm saying makes sense. I'm with Gomez. Verses may be my favorite Pearl Jam album, but I think this one means more to me. Vitalogy actually means more to me as an album, but Versus is my favorite album. I think Versus, for me, Versus and 10, like Brian said, it's on any given day. It could be the number one or number two, but technically for me, Versus for me would be the number one, and then 10 would be two, and Vitalogy would be number three for me. Mm-hmm. You're talking about three different great albums, and it resonates you for Vitalogy, but I actually have all three of them resonate with me. Yeah. There's certain songs, you know what I mean, unfortunately. You know, wow, if I had to do a Ted track album, I don't know if I could. <laughs> oh, Pearl Jam one would be hard because, yeah, everyone's going to make like the no-code jokes, but there's plenty of great Pearl Jam post-Vitalogy. Sure, yeah. sure there is. Even the last album, Gigaton, was fantastic. They've managed to continue to crank out great music and stay relevant. And uh, hey, it's a testament to the band, man. They've been yeah, and I hope they continue to do that for a long time. I really do. Same here. So with that being said, Chris, why don't you run through your Pearl Jam Vitology playlist in its entirety? Sure. My LP, side A, Better Man. Side B, Corduroy. Side C, Immortality. And finally, side D, Last Exit. I did the first song, Last. So I did the first song first you know it's called last exit so side a last exit side b immortality side c corduroy side d better man man i still can't get over the fact that you guys have the exact same four songs just in reverse order <laughs> my set list which is differs from these two because that's like a, that's our first ever flip-flop on playlist wars i guess that's what you'd call <laughs> i was about to say what are we going to call this now this is like new that's this a flip-flop 
That's a flip-flop. So this is the first time on Playlist Wars history. Same track list, just in reverse. That's epic proportions right there. But anyway, my lowly playlist that doesn't kind of fit into this flip-flop that these two's got going on over here. Side A, not for you. Side B, immortality. Side C, better man. And side D, corduroy. Three, I, I can't even say three very different playlists because you guys are literally the same playlist, just in reverse no, order. They're, they're, they're three different playlists, just different order. It just, I'm just going to say there's three playlists here. <laughs> just listen and see who voted. Vote to see who got it right. Yeah, head over to playlistwarspodcast.com. Head over to the Pearl Jam Vitology playlist and album page and vote for which one of the three of us you think got it right. Chris. Let us know what's going on in the world of the film exiles and where people can find you. Absolutely. Thank you. And and hey, man, guys, thank you for having me on again. This is always a blast and I always have such a good time. And it's an honor when you ask me. And anytime we can talk music, I love it. So so thank well, you. Well, I'm going to jump right in there and say the 2000 movies are starting to call our names. They are. <laughs> I would be excited if you guys wanted me back. I would come back. I think we are doing it, aren't we? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we decided this without you, Chris. We're oh, doing okay. it, and That's you're going to be on. So, yay! <laughs> All right, so just send me the recording date. And <laughs> <laughs> no, but you see, I I still haven't beat you in a movie theme episode, so we're actually not going to tell you when we're recording. <laughs> we're just going to make up your playlist as we oh, go along. <laughs> Does it really matter, dude? His crew would probably still vote for him. <laughs> you're a hundred percent right. I'd still lose. <laughs> The exiles are maniacs, man. We stick together. We are exiled for a reason. So we stick we stick yeah, together. Yeah, we might have to exile the exiles for voting. <laughs> nah, Gomez, we're exiled from the music podcast world. We'll start our own, the music exiles. It'll be all the great music podcasts. And we'll we'll slowly convince Chris to come to the dark side and just full time be a music podcaster because just <laughs> <laughs> kick both of our butts. <laughs> But all no, right. the, the film exiles guys. To just you asked, so I'll, I'll let you know. No, it's it's like everybody goes out there, and and unfortunately, you know, it seems like you get the Marvel shills, you get the Disney shills, you get the Star Wars shills, you know, everything like that. And uh, we need unbiased opinions on movies, especially movies that uh, a lot of people might not want to see, or they don't get the clout that some of the other movies out there get. So that's where we come in, and we give people our unbiased, sometimes wrong opinions. Whatever we like, we like the hot takes. And that's what the Film Exiles is all about. So you can find us both on Twitter and the Vero social media app at the Film Exiles. Same place. So uh, I guess that would be my end of, end of the show then. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that maddening silence there would be the, the uh, signal to close us out. And we're sober. Yeah, we are actually. Oh, so Chris, thank you for joining us from Films Exile again. Um, Brian, as usual, by uh co-producer co-host co-everything thank you again for making the show the way it is thank you to all the playlisters and i want to thank everybody who's been on patreon patreon.com slash playlist wars try to join us for an episode or just get the episode early why not and then check us out on playlistwarspodcast.com vote who got it right even though chris and i flip-flopped and brian has also a great list too so check us out on that and on that note Good night, everybody. <laughs> you can find Playlist Wars on Facebook and Twitter at Playlist Wars, on Instagram at Playlist Wars Podcast, on email at playlistwars at gmail.com, or via voicemail at 201 644 6498. That's 201 644 6498. 
If you listen on Apple Podcasts, be sure to leave a five-star review and be sure to tell a friend or multiple friends about the show. Until next time, thanks for listening.